This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Gran Leyenda Tequila. This tequila knows there's no substitute for a great taste. This award-winning and organic tequila is handcrafted and comes in four different flavors. Gran Leyenda takes great pride introducing the world to organic tequilas that do not compromise quality. To learn more, visit GranLeyendaTequila.com. Gran Leyenda, the official tequila of the East-West Football Podcast. Must be 21 and older to enjoy. Please drink responsibly. Life and football are very similar. Without an identity, you will not achieve your ultimate prize. Defense wins championships. Pride and passion lead success. You got to love what you do. Thank you for listening to the East-West Football Podcast with Jerry Martinez, Kendall Whitley, and now here is your host, Fidel Barraza. Happy Saturday, and thank you so much for watching the East-West Football Podcast. I am Fidel Barraza. Alongside with me, Jerry Martinez. How you doing, man? And it's uh, it's awesome time, man. I mean, uh, my birthday's almost around the corner. Um, you know, I mean, not, not that anybody's looking to get older, right? But <laughs> my birthday personally is coming around the corner. Uh, man, the NFL has just been making some waves. I'm just all excited, and I believe the tampering period for free agency starts tomorrow, right? So let's get right into it. Yeah, so again, it's been a while. Thank you, everyone out there, for watching and listening. It's been a busy week in the NFL, if you haven't noticed. So let's start off with the biggest news early in the week. Russell Wilson traded to the Denver Broncos. Now, before Russell was traded to the Broncos, uh, Aaron Rodgers actually agreed to stay in Green Bay, at least for the 2022 season. Uh, Multiple reports coming out, though, saying that it's going to be a four-year contract, uh, contract of $200 million dollars. Now, Aaron Rodgers came out and said that that is not true, uh, but we all know that Aaron likes to hide things sometimes, so we'll see how that happens. <laughs> but nevertheless, the Broncos end up with a really good quarterback in Russell Wilson, and, uh, you know, of course, they're coming out and saying that he was plan number one, but to me, Jerry, I think it was plan two or plan B, as you can say. Yeah, I would have to agree, right, because I, I believe, you know, the, uh, I believe the Broncos – were really high on Dan Quinn. And then out of nowhere, they bring in the Green Bay OC to be the head coach. So now it's like, I mean, uh, they were, their intentions were to to bring in a big-time quarterback. And I think they were targeting, you know, like you said, Aaron Rodgers. But, hey, it fell short. Russell Wilson is is, is not, you know, he's not short when it comes to, to his game, right, especially his game style. And I think that the Broncos, we've seen they've been constructing this team from the way uh, – from the – how, what's the good word? Like they've been constructing this team from, from um, I guess the inside out or the outside in. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. Or let's say the outside in, right? Because they've been you know focusing on their defense for a while. You know, picking players to, you know, make that defense a a a a, a defense to be respectful. Because honestly, you guys have the Chiefs, you have the Raiders, and then you have the Chargers in that division. So. You know, they've been constructing that defense uh, to to slow down Patrick Mahomes, to slow down Derek Carr, 
Uh, and now Justin Herbert, which is, you know, it, it's it's gay nuts. And what we were we've been saying this since last offseason was the only thing the Broncos needed is a quarterback. They're a quarterback away, right? Because Drew Locke and Brit, Teddy Bridgewater just just could not get over that hump, right? And and, and that was their biggest uh, roadblock, especially this past season. So I think landing Russell Wilson, I've heard people call it a genius move. Now, I don't know, right, a genius move because they've obviously constructed, like I said, the team. They they constructed in the defense. Uh, they've added some, pe- some pieces on offense. They have some great wide receivers. But I don't know about that offensive line. I mean, it's better than Seattle's, right? Yeah. So, so uh, if anything, it looks like, you know, with bringing in uh, Nathaniel, right? Um, Nathaniel Hackett. Nathaniel Hackett. It looks like they're going to focus on the run game and then complement it with, with the with the receiving game. Uh, so I think that this is a, a, a this is now the new NFC West. I mean, you got like I said, you got the Chiefs, you got the Raiders, the Chargers, now the Broncos. I want to know how how fast can I'm I'm pretty sure Russell Wilson will be able to pick up the offense fast. Uh, I what I want to know is how well can he gel with his team, and I'm pretty sure he's, they're going to gel pretty good too. I just want to know where are they going to fall with the Chiefs and the Raiders? I, I, those two seem to be like the the leaders of the pack in that division, but I don't know, man. Your division got tough. I don't know how your how your Raiders feel about it. I want to know what you feel about it. Well, I mean, obviously, I mean, this is probably the toughest divisions in, in football now. Yes, I mean, obviously, uh, AFC West with uh, four really good quarterbacks. Uh, now, I just want to go over the details real quick on the rush trade. So, Seahawks received quarterback Drew Locke, uh, defensive lineman Shelby Harris, tight end Noah Fant, a 2022 first-round pick, a 2023 first-round pick, two 2022 second-round picks, and a 2022 fifth-round pick. Uh, Broncos received Russell Wilson, of course, and a 2022 fourth round pick. So those are a lot of picks. It is a lot of picks, man. And I mean, but dang, when you need a quarterback, you need a quarterback, and you and it just shows you this is this this league is ran by quarterbacks, and we've seen what Russell Wilson could do. Although last year he did have some games where we were like, "What the heck is he doing?" He was, was a little bit off. Yeah. So I don't know if it was intentional or whatnot. But you know, hopefully you, we can get some of that 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 rust magic that he was cooking late, uh, pretty much for his entire career, right? Uh, to to be able to to make this work. But dang, that is a lot of draft capital. And now the Seahawks can get back what they lost, right? Because remember, the Seahawks traded what was it two first round picks for uh, a safety that he's having a hard time staying healthy. You know, so yeah. it's it's, it's kind of hard, man. I mean. Don't get me wrong. I like Jamal Adams. I think that he's a big time player, but I don't think he was worth two first round picks. I mean, you really hinder your you you hinder your team because I ideally what we see teams do is they'll build they'll build their team in the trenches and then they draft a quarterback or vice versa. They draft a quarterback and they build around the trenches and then that allows them to bring in free agents, uh, et cetera, in the offseason to continue to make those those um you know those those key moves to put your team over the hump so man so the Seahawks are back in the in in the swing of things I guess they're in a free full rebuild a uh, rebuild so we should we, we shall see man um what's your prediction for uh for the Broncos this year but I mean well first I, I really quick I want to talk about the Seahawks so I mean I can't believe that Pete Carroll outlasted Russell Wilson in Seattle that's, that's number one it's crazy now 
if you're going to do a rebuild, I would figure you would want to do with a younger head coach. Yes. Unless you're not planning to be doing any rebuilding. Now, what I mean by that is that they got a lot of draft picks, right? So who knows? There might be a quarterback out there that uh, was found <clears throat> not guilty on some charges that is available via trade, but we'll get to him later on. Um, I just I can't believe Pete Carroll outlasted Russell Wilson. Now, going to the Broncos, um, look, obviously they had to give up a lot to get Russell Wilson, but they got the quarterback now. They, you know, I think it was four seasons not making the playoffs in a row. Um, we saw what this team did with Payne Manning. You know, when he was uh, he came in via free agency and uh, took the team to the Super Bowl twice and he won once. So, look, Broncos have a lot of talent on offense. Um, and Russell Wilson, you know, I think he's one of the better quarterbacks in football. So I think it's definitely going to help him out. Yeah, I would. You know, I had to agree with you. Like I said, if he could just uh, pick up this offense, which, which, like I said, it looks like it'll be uh, if it's anything like the Packers, you know, Packers have have been able to let um, – Aaron Rodgers do what he does, but they've been able to protect Aaron Rodgers also by getting a running game going, you know. So let's see, let's see what they do. They have a very talented running back in Javante Williams and and some nice wide receivers from. So I think that this is a great situation for Russell Wilson to fall into. You know, I know he had two monster wide receivers um in uh, DK Metcalf and uh Tyler Lockett, which is kind of funny to say a monster receiver in Tyler Lockett when he's a small guy, but his play his play is a lot bigger. But we should see, man. The the we shall see if he can bring out the best in Cortland Sutton, who they gave a, a you know they gave a uh, extension to a, a, about a season ago. Uh, Jerry Judy was their first round pick, yeah. Uh, and then also K, uh, KJ Hamler. I know they got rid of Deshaun Deshaun Hamilton, but I mean he didn't live to the hype. Yeah. But we shall see, man. And that Russ Magic looks looks nice, and that and that it's going to be different to see him in a uniform, a different uniform, but. From what we've seen so far, it looks kind of cool, man. That orange looks nice on Russell. And that same day, Seattle actually cut ties also with Bobby Wagner, which comes into you know as as a surprise. And uh, you know he took his uh, his feelings on social media and said that he that the Seahawks directly didn't tell him that he wasn't going to be back. Uh, I believe he found out via social media, so that's got to be tough. But obviously, there's a, multiple suitors that are interested in his services. Uh, one team being the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, I don't know how, but uh, Cowboys are in cap hell, man. Uh, they don't. Uh, there's so much chaos with the Cowboys. I hate. I would hate to be a part of this organization right now. It's hard to even uh, pull for them right now as a as you know as a fan as a as somebody that, that follows the Cowboys as long as I have. I mean, it's hard, man. Right now, it's one of those things where it's almost shameful to see what the Cowboys are doing. But I won't get too deep into it right now, right? Uh, we'll, we'll cover that as as it unfolds. But yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Bobby Wagner, you know, and Dan Quinn. I mean, they have a, a they have a, a history together. It makes sense to to try to kick the tri- kick the tires, right? To help Micah succeed by bringing in a Pro Bowler, a Super, a, I mean, a Super Bowl champ. Yeah. An all uh, eight time pro bowler, I mean, two time all pro linebacker who can show Michael Parsons everything he needs to learn as far as being a linebacker and then allow Michael Parsons to be, you know, what he was last year, which is an absolute terror in the field. So I think it makes a lot of sense, but we'll see, we'll see how that goes. I know that I think when I saw the list, it was like eight, eight different teams, especially in the NFC West. 
Yeah, it was pretty much the whole a, uh, NFC West. Yeah, and the Cardinals, Cowboys, Cardinals, 49ers. I mean, it just makes so much sense. It's uh, you would be able to pull get like at least I think you should be able to get at least three, maybe four, possibly see good seasons out of him. Yeah. I mean, he's a pro bowler, he knows how to play the game. Yeah, so, um, but yeah, man, so I mean, he's gonna he's gonna end up somewhere and this yeah. is gonna have an impact on whatever defense he ends up, ends up playing in. All right. Let's talk about Aaron Rodgers. So, I mean, look, a lot of people were saying he was going to retire. A lot of people say he was going to get traded to the Broncos. Ultimately, he stays in Green Bay. Now, for <laughs> how long, we don't know. But at least the Packers don't have this distraction this offseason. It's a big it, – and, and you know, that does mess with the team, man. I mean, it really does mess with the team. But it's good that he came clean. I think that – man, I've seen so many reports. You know, uh, there's a there's a podcast that I listen to, and – it makes sense what they say too, right? Like Aaron Rodgers is trying to like uh, re- reconstruct his image, right? Because for whatever reason, people see him as the bad guy in the NFL, right? For his decision making and and the things he says and how public he is about his opinion, and the frankly the way he 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 has, I guess, taken charge of his own career in the NFL. So yeah, yeah, I mean. It, like you said, it, this could just be for a season, you know, just to kind of like heal that bad that that bad guy or the villain image off of him. So we shall see, man. But it's definitely something that I think all Packers Nation should be happy, man. Uh, you guys got your quarterback, and I think right now when you look at the NFC in total, they're they're the favorites right now uh, to you know make a run for the Super Bowl and be real Super Bowl contenders with the 49ers. And also, the Green Bay Packers did uh, tag Devontae Adams. So, oh yeah, 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 that's a that's a that's a key that's a that's a that's a big time move right there. Um, you know, because Aaron Rodgers and Devontae have a chemistry like no other. Man, it's crazy. So, I think it, it's a it's it's one of those things. It's like peanut butter and jelly almost. These guys they just play they play better together. So, but you know, it would have been interesting to see. I saw. Devontae Adams uh, flirting with the Raiders. I don't know, man. That that would have been cool to see, though. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, and, and, you know, he bought a house recently in Las Vegas, so a lot of people were spe- uh, speculating that, hey, um, you know, he's going to end up with the Raiders in pre-agency. Obviously, look, I thought I had my hopes, but not too high because, I, you know, I had a hard time believing that that's what, that was going to happen. Green Bay was going to just let him walk for nothing. So, But he's going to stay in Green Bay. So... Yeah, two of the biggest players for Green Bay are staying with the Packers. Another quarterback that is probably going to be on a different team next season, Jimmy Garoppolo. Obviously, a lot of trade speculation uh, with Carson Wentz being traded to the Washington Commanders. We'll get to that in a couple of minutes. Uh, but Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, he is scheduled to have sur- uh, shoulder surgery uh, sometime in the near future, uh, but he is expected to be ready by late July to be throwing. Uh Jerry, let me know what you think. Where do you think he's going to land? Well, first and foremost, I think this is a great situation for the 49ers, right? I just think that um, the 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 Colts have, for whatever reason, been linked to the 49ers. Since the Colts got rid of, you know, Carson Wentz, now they need a quarterback. And, you know, they are a quarterback away. You know, their, their window is closing fast, too, you know, especially with the offensive line is getting older. Uh, they, 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 they struck goal with Jonathan Taylor. Um, but yeah, I think that, uh, I think the Colts make a lot of sense. The only thing with the Colts is they don't have the draft capital. And I think that the 49ers 
are trying to get, you know, back into the first round. So I think this is kind of like what's been the the holdup right now is do the 49ers want the uh, compensation later on, right? Because they did give up, what was it, three first rounds for yeah. for uh, Trey Lance, right? So you're talking about this season and next season. Uh, so, you know, they could get a potential first, but would that be enough? Like, in other words, right now, since the, the supply and demand is not meet, uh, meeting, now, now the 49ers can really like you know take advantage and get a first round and some for Jimmy G. So, you know, it's crazy to think that Jimmy G would be traded for more than a first round. I think that I think when they got him, they got him for two second round picks, you know. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it just makes sense. Uh, I, but if you were to ask me where, I mean, the Colts make a ton of sense. Uh what what kind of trade package are they looking to? I don't know. I think that the Colts don't have a draft pick until what the third round, maybe. Uh, I believe the second round, actually. If I'm not okay. mistaken. Yeah. yeah. Um, but look, but look, I was told by multiple sources out in the Bay Area that there is going to be a trade. More than likely, it's going to happen next week, towards the end of the week, uh, after free agency kind of gets a little bit settled in. Um, I think obviously the team is going to be the Indianapolis Colts. I mean, they tried to trade for Jimmy, I believe, before. And uh, Chris Ballard and Frank Reich, they're desperate for a quarterback. And look, Jimmy Garoppolo is not the best quarterback, but he's not the worst quarterback. Obviously, he took this team to the NFC Championship game last year and the, with the 49ers. And, you know, he, he didn't play too good towards the end. But, hey, he ended up taking that team to the NFC Championship game against the Rams. And um, he's a lot of teams are going to be inquiring about his services, but I think he is going to end up in uh, Indianapolis. It would be nice, man. I mean, like you said uh... – I mean, he, he 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 could do what he needs to do. I think, like that, like like I tried saying earlier. I mean, there right now is the John the Taylor show. I mean, if he could get going, that's just going to help out whatever quarterback is out there. And I think that it makes a ton of sense for the Colts to to make the move. But he's also been linked to the Steelers, right? Because the Steelers they need a quarterback, but they've been the most hush hush team of all. So we'll see who who they end up with. Uh, but it uh, looks like the Colts are running away with uh, Jimmy Jimmy G this offseason. <laughs> yeah, and then so let's continue talking about quarterbacks, talking about a quarterback that did not play last year, uh, Deshaun Watson. So he was found not guilty on the charges in federal court. So now it looks like steam's picking up about, you know, him being traded to another team. Um, what team do you think um, is going to end up with Deshaun Watson? Obviously, he's going to play next year. Yeah. Now the question is going to be, where is he going to play and what the Texans are going to get back? Wow. Man, it, it's crazy, right? I mean, he was – I mean, honestly, nobody spoke about his name or said his name all offseason last year. Uh, it's kind of crazy situation, but, I mean, you cannot deny the, the, the game that he brings. You know, he brings that Russell Wilson type of game to his game. A little tougher, I would say. Uh, but – uh Man, I, me and Kendall were having, you know, we were just talking, chatting it up about some of the news that was breaking yesterday. And we, we, we saw that the Panthers, for whatever reason, have been linked to him. Uh, and it makes a ton of sense because, I mean, he he is from Clemson, which is the same kind of area, I guess, you know, from uh, the Carolinas, right? So yeah. we shall see, man. Uh, we shall see. I think the, the, the thing that makes it interesting is that, Deshaun Watson does have a no trade clause uh, situation in his contract, so he would he would probe the teams that want you know want to inquire about his services. But it's kind of weird how 
you notice how I have not seen Miami's name linked to him. Have you? Uh, no. So reports that come out, I believe it was last week, that they're going to go with Tua to, uh, Vailoa moving forward for the 2022 season. And I think after that, depending how you know it works out with the uh, Mike McDaniel and see if Tua is going to be able to play great. Well, I mean, Mike McDaniel also coming from that Shanahan uh, coaching tree, right? Uh, I don't know if it's safe to say the Sean McVay, Cal uh, Shanahan, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, Mike McDaniel, that coach, I mean, he's something else, man. If you guys listen to his interviews. He's different. But, yeah, look at his interviews. He's young. He's hungry. He's motivated. But he is the OC, man. He he was the offensive coordinator for the 49ers, and we've seen the success they've had in the running game. And I think, if the, I, I think it's easy to see what direction – the Dolphins are going to go with in the offseason that, that, that's going to be tailored more to either reconstructing or constructing that offensive line to uh, complement the uh, running back game uh, and maybe even a potential running back, right, to complement yeah. that that type of uh, offense. And uh, maybe that'll help to uh, But getting back on subject, yeah, uh, man, let's just put some scenarios out there. I think if the Panthers can land Deshaun Watson and Deshaun can actually play, uh wow watch out i think that the panthers would actually surpass the bucks and the saints you know well, well here's the thing jerry so matt rule obviously he's got to save his job because if they underperform this year he's gonna be gone and he's gonna probably be coaching back in college football and he's not gonna get another uh nfl coaching gig anytime soon um so look for the sean watson trade obviously i think christian McCaffrey's gonna have to be a piece in that yeah uh, with multiple first round picks uh maybe a defensive player uh, but it's not it's not gonna be easy for the tech for the excuse me, the Panthers to get the Sean Watson. So if they want to make this deal, you know, happen, they're gonna have to give up some value pieces to to what they got right now. But obviously the quarterback kind of puts you head over shoulders over everything or any position right on the team. And then when you think about the division, you're talking about the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They don't know who the quarterback is going to be, but they're in the mix for Deshaun Watson as well. So I think we got to keep an eye on that team. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons, we don't know what they are yet. Matt Ryan's getting up there in age. Um, they're still trying to find themselves, trying to find their identity. And then with the New Orleans Saints, new coaching staff, uh, the quarterback, we don't know who that's going to be. A lot of speculation, you know, people saying that Jameis Winston's going to be back next year, but we don't know, right? So yeah. this this division is wide open. It is wide open now. I think uh, if anything, I mean, anybody can just turn around and and be the leader, kind of like what the Cowboys did with the NFC East last week, uh, last season. Uh, another team that I saw, which is weird, the Seattle Seahawks. Right, I saw them also linked to to you know uh, Deshaun Watson. Uh, so it's going to be an interesting market for for lack of better terms, and, and I do expect some news to come soon with him. I mean, uh, the trade that Texas have been trying to trade this guy for a while, but you know that that, lit, that litigation process kind of helped things up, and now that it's been somewhat somewhat cleared up, um, I think now is the time to move and capitalize on that and get some you know draft capital if you if you feel that you need to build your team from the trenches in. I think that'd be a good move for the Texans since they're in a complete rebuild right now. So I try to get the most the most draft capital and the most like you said star players. I mean, if you can get a Christian McCaffrey and some players and some picks, I think that's the, the move to make and. Watch out! Uh, I think the he like uh, I said, man, he'll make the Panthers an an instant uh, playoff team. All right, and then a long time with trades, of course, we're gonna have teams releasing players. So, 
These are the players that are released so far, and, and well, there's a wait, lot. So. Before we get into that, uh, Carson Wentz got traded to. How did I forget about Carson Wentz? Well, you kind of talked. About, you, you briefly said it, and we were briefly. we were supposed to get back into it, man. But it's crazy because the Washington Commanders, right? I got that right, man, because I had finally got the Washington Football Team. You know, I finally got that going for me. Uh, but the Commanders, it sounds weird, man. I think they're just kind of. Uh, honestly, they're copy, they're copying the Cowboys. They should have uh, just stick. They should have just stuck to the Washington football team. I, you know, it had it it it, it grew on us. I think it grew yeah. on us. So obviously, the Commanders are going to have to grow on us too. So it's going to be interesting to see uh, how right how, how can we get used to that name, the Commanders. Uh, you know, it's weird. It, it feels like a franchise uh, uh, expansion franchise that they brought in. But anyways, uh, man, they were desperate for a quarterback since last offseason. Uh, since last uh, uh, season, right in general, uh, and Tyler Heineke and and Tyler Heineke and and the crowd that they had, they they put it to, they put they put up some good efforts. But man, it just shows you that uh, uh, how important the quarterback position is. And you know, I think uh, they got what two was it two third round picks? They traded two third round picks, and they took on the Carson Wentz's contract. That was the big kicker, but. I think the Colts traded their second round pick along with the package, man. I'll uh, I'll get the details in a yeah, second. So so that that's why I was telling you I think the Colts pick I'm not too sure. Did they have two second round picks this year? Uh let's see. Uh, it, we would All have right. to look. so I have this up for you now. So commanders get Carson Wentz, Colts get a twenty twenty two third round pick, a twenty twenty three conditional third rounder. That could turn into a second round pick. So those are the details for the trades. But look, if they would have just waited till yesterday noon, they would have found out that the Sean Watson was found not guilty, and that might have been the play that they would have wanted to do. And I, instead, they just they settled for Carson Wentz. Yeah, man. Uh, Carson Wentz is kind of he's kind of weird, man. He plays the, he tries to play this hero ball, but he gets himself and the team in trouble, and and and. There's frustration from what I saw was he tried arranging a meeting to apologize to Jim Mercy. This is crazy, man. Like, what is going on with Carson Woods? So his teammates uh, were saying that they weren't getting along with Carson, that it was too reckless, um, you know, along with multiple other things. And that's why Carson Wentz was going to be traded. Now, look, a lot of it has to do with his, his you know, he didn't play good against the Raiders. And he didn't play good against Jacksonville Jaguars last week. All he had to do was win, and you're in. You lost to a team you should not have lost to, even though they've lost to the Jags in Jacksonville either six or seven times in a row. I don't recall. But nonetheless, he is now a Washington commander quarterback. Does he make the team better? That's all I want to know. <laughs> well, I, Vegas doesn't think so because their Super Bowl odds dropped immediately when the trade wow. happened. Oh, I did not so, I, I did not look into that. That's crazy to hear that. I mean, I I would kind of give him the edge, right? Because Carson Wentz uh he dang it, man. man. I don't know, man. From what I've seen is I've seen a, a quarterback that's kind of regressed and tries to force too many plays that are not there. Uh I don't know if he's if he if he doesn't have confidence in himself, but I don't know, man. Putting in with Co- Coach Ron Rivera, maybe Ron Rivera can talk to talk talk re you know build up his psyche and maybe get Carson Wentz back into 
you know, that quarterback shape uh, form, uh, what was it, 2017? Uh, man, it feels so Before wrong. against the Rams, yeah. The year the the, the Eagles won. Or, I'm sorry, yeah, the Eagles won the Super Bowl. Yeah, so, yeah. If they could get some version, which the Colts tried to do it, they couldn't do it. I don't know what the, the commanders think that they could do that, that the Colts couldn't do because the Colts had a good situation, a great defense. Running game went, started getting going, like you said. Yeah. I mean, you have you had a month. Uh, Michael Pittman was was stepping up his game. He was looking like he was going to be a, a a super. He looks like he has the potential to be a superstar stud wide receiver in the NFL, right? Uh, so, yeah. uh, we'll see, man. Um, <clears throat> the Redskins are kind of like the Broncos right now. They're one of those teams that kind of have all the nice surrounding pieces. They're just missing that quarterback. So they have a first round draft picks. We'll see. We'll see if they're going to invest that uh, back into their team or maybe draft another quarterback. Who knows? Look, w- one thing I feel pretty confident in saying is that if this is going to be Carson Wentz's last stop as a starting quarterback, if it doesn't work out, this I is think, his last chance. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that, like you said, starting quarterback's key word, right? Because, I mean, I think yeah. he still he still has a home in the NFL. I mean, I think he would be better than any. I think right now he's better than. I mean, most, I think he's better than Case Keenum. And we're seeing yeah. Case Keenum flying around from team to team as a backup. So yeah. if anything, like you said, he got to get the ship right. If he doesn't, he his future will be a, a backup. Like, uh, what was the Jaguars' former uh, quarterback? No, Blake Bortles. Uh, Blake Bortles, you know. It, 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 this is basically what it looks like. It looks hey, like. Hey, but, get, but come on. Give Blake a little bit more credit. He took his team to the AFC Championship game. Against the New England Patriots. And yeah. Was that was it was it was a that was a unique situation. The Jags were actually a fun team to watch during that time. So, but we saw what happened with Blake Wardles after uh, after yeah. that. Flamed so, out. Yeah, he flamed out. <laughs> Great word, flamed out. Yeah. All right. So, with all that being said, these are the players that have been released so far. Keep in mind, there's probably going to be more. Uh, so we'll start off with Bobby Wagner, Landon Collins, Trey Flowers, Jordan Hicks, Roger Satfield. Tavon Young, Corey Littleton, Kyle Van Noy, Tariq Cohen, Kyle Rudolph, Devontae, Devontae Booker, John Feliciano, and A.J. Klein. And also fullback of the Las Vegas Raiders, uh, Alec Ingold. They just didn't resign him, but so he's going to be a free agent as well. Um, what do you think of these names? And, and, and it doesn't just stop there. I mean, look at the, what the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, Greg Zerline, yeah, the kicker. Craig Zerline, um, uh, Blake Jarwin, but you know I don't know what they found out with Blake Jarwin, but Jarwin I guess has uh, some kind of issue that is, what was it like something relative to rugby football players? Like he um, has he has an injury, yeah. That 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 the NFL has not seen before, which is uh, kind of unique. And so, you know, I guess there's too much uncertainty there. But I mean, I mean, aside from that. There's been so much speculation of Amari Cooper being uh, released also, but I don't know now. Uh, they're talking about Leilon Collins also being released uh, or traded. So, man, right now, <laughs> it's just so much chaos. Um, I just think that uh, come come tomorrow, we're gonna we're gonna start seeing the landscape and seeing who who takes lead and who takes charge. Uh, do you have any teams that you think will be very active this offseason? Uh, I think that the I was going to say San Diego Chargers, the Los Angeles Chargers. One of the <laughs> reason being is because for one of the teams that has the most cap space, they still have uh, Justin Herbert, 
on that rookie contract, which they're probably going to have to give him a new one next year. So, look, I mean, they traded for Khalil Mack a couple days ago, and uh, it was for like a second round and a six-round pick, I believe. So he's going to be lined up with Joey Bosa on that same line and some packages probably on the same side. That's crazy, right? So the ASA yeah. West just keeps getting better and better and better. Yeah. But nonetheless, um, I think the Colts, I think they're actually the top team that has the most cap space. I think it was um, almost like 70 70- – yeah, they're they're up there like seventy million, yeah, yeah, a little so over, a little north if, of it, if not close to that number. So they're going to be active. Look, they need to fi- figure out the quarterback situation. So there's been multiple reports that they are willing to give the Las Vegas Raiders a lot in exchange for Derek Carr. Now, I don't think that's going to happen because Derek Carr is probably one of the only reasons why the Ra- the Raiders have been relevant a little bit and winning some games, not all games, of course, um, especially with the last season, uh, hell of a season that they had as a team and we're able to get into the playoffs and almost beat the Bengals. Um, but I think that team is probably is the one that I see um, or those teams, I should say the Colts and the Chargers being the most active uh, next week. Yeah. What um, about you? I mean, I think that, I think the Colts kind of, they, they, they give themselves this, this, this luxury to have that amount, right. To be able to go out there and, and really, find those little pieces but he said like i don't see a free agent quarterback out there man which is the hard part uh so i think if anything what do the Colts need to invest into uh i mean that's a lot of money to have to to just have sitting around you need to put that to invest like they tell us all right invest your money invest your money so hopefully the Colts continue to invest in that um and get more weapons um depth i guess uh maybe sturdy up that offensive line so there's gonna be there's gonna be plenty of plenty of big time names that we uh that we've come to known that are going to be you know uh, potential free agents this this offseason and i think uh, the colts are in a prime position to cash in so uh we'll, we shall see and uh, give me the Colts to be to be making some moves making some waves since 2018 these have been the starting quarterbacks for the indianapolis colts 2018 andrew luck 2019, Jacoby Brissett. 2020, Phillip Rivers. 2021, Carson Wentz. And, of course, they'll have a new starting quarterback in 2022. Oh, man. That's not good. Not, I mean, Jameis Winston is going to be a free agent, man. But, I mean, <laughs> it's just something about Jameis Winston, man, that 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 I don't know why people don't take him serious. You know, I, I from what I've seen, it's just a guy that's kind of already grown up. A little bit, you know, maybe he was a little bit immature. So it's kind of hard, right? Uh, the first impressions are always the last, the the long and long lasting ones. And I think with Jameis Winston being out there, I think that that they could give the Saints problems as far as bringing him back. So that would well, be interesting. Yeah. Also, Jerry, really quick. So reports are coming out that Vikings are very open to trading quarterback. Kirk Cousins, Colts that. and Seahawks among the possible landing spots per Jason Lockenford. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I, I honestly, I don't, I don't understand. I wouldn't understand the move person because I think that he gives the Vikings the 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 best chance. Um, right now, when you look at the landscape of quarterbacks, uh, but it does make sense because they they do have a pretty high draft pick, right? Uh, so they could go out there and get one of these quarterbacks. I don't know. I don't really feel too comfortable with with this year's dra- draft class when it comes to the quarterbacks. Uh, but if there's one quarterback out there that that maybe impresses me, there's a couple of them. Uh, I, like in other words, I like their game. I, I think Matt Corral. The, a lot of people. I like him. 
Yeah, a lot of people don't give him that benefit of the doubt, man. This guy has been competing with with Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields. He was literally like, so you know, <clears throat> it was Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields were one A one B. Matt Corral was actually second, right behind him, and especially in that elite eleven, you can go back and watch it. Matt Corral was right there, man. Uh, uh, I mean, he was battling against these these quarterbacks that that went pretty high last year in the draft. You know, one and and ten, right? So mm-hmm. I think that Matt Corral would is that gunslinger that that has a very talented arm and he's athletic. The only thing with him is he needs to stay healthy. That's the only yeah. thing with him. If he could stay healthy, I think that he could be that type of quarterback, you know, that could put up some gaudy numbers. Yeah. So so Jerry, I actually have in front of me the the top ten teams that have the most cap space going into free agency. So yeah, we were right. The Colts are number one right now at sixty nine point eight million dollars. Okay. Seahawks forty nine point nine million. Jets forty eight point five million. Dolphins forty eight. Uh, Jaguars thirty nine point six. Bengals thirty four point six. Bears twenty eight point five. Uh, Steelers at twenty seven. Panthers twenty six point five. And the Lions twenty seven point seven. Pending the Trey Flowers release. Damn, where's where are the Raiders at? Uh, I believe they have around thirty. Yeah, you know, I think that I think the Raiders should make a, a great push for Bobby Wagner, man. Um, I I think they got their eyes set on uh, multiple cornerbacks uh, just because of the way Patrick Graham's uh, defensive scheme. So of course, J.C. Jackson, the number one free agent cornerback uh, uh, this year, um, I think they're um, they have a lot of interest in him. Of course, uh, Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler. Coming from New England, know him very well. So we'll see. But he's going to command a lot of money, man. So I don't know how that's going to happen. Yeah. I think he runs a 4-2-5 defense. So that's, uh, what, four defensive linemen, two linebackers, and five defensive backs? Yep. So, yeah, the, you guys are definitely going to need some defensive back uh, help. I think, uh, obviously, maybe that should be something that they address also in free uh, – not free agency, but also in the, in the draft, right? Maybe get one of these talented cornerbacks to uh, – Groom into your defense and into your style, and maybe uh, make some noise. You guys, tre- you guys got Trev on a uh, Moe rig, or how do you say Morig? Morig, uh, he's got a TCU man. He balled that. He's, he's good, man. But man, I wish he wouldn't have stopped when he heard that whistle. He would have picked the ball off, and then... he would have, man. No, it's so heartbreaking, man. It's so heartbreaking. Oh my god, I can't even talk about that game. Man. <laughs> hey, man, but he's super talented, man. I yes, think so the sky's the limit for that guy. So you pair him up with the right one, like you said, JC Jackson. There's a market there for it. They should do it. But uh, yeah, man, let's see how these teams do it. I think if anything, Jets are still relatively young to kind of be taking over. The Dolphins kind of give a good push in that in the NFC East, but you got the Bills and the Patriots, who are kind of the leaders of the pack right now in that division. Um, and uh, for uh, what was the last uh team that you mentioned in the NFC? No, Seahawks, the Seahawks, uh, the Seahawks with 40, yep. 49. Uh, the Seahawks, Seahawks, the Seahawks could take advantage of some of these big time names that are being released, especially in the 49, 49.9 million. I mean, honestly, they could invest in the offensive line, that would be great for them. I think, uh, yep. they could they they have. A luxury now that they didn't have, which is the draft pick, the draft capital. So we shall see, man. We shall see how how this all unfolds. And I think tomorrow we're going to see some of these rumors come yeah. to light. And then also too, I think a, a quarterback that we have to keep an eyes on as far as him being traded is Baker Mayfield. So 
multiple teams have been rumored to be interested in Baker, in, uh, Baker Mayfield's. And also the Bucks have done work, as you should expect, the Browns um, to be looking for suitors for Baker Mayfield. Yeah, I think we were just talking about that before we yeah. went in the air. We were saying, uh, the, I think we saw the, the 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 Texans linked to Baker. So, dang, I don't know, man. Uh, Baker is uh, Baker, man. I, I think uh, yeah. he's a he's 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 a blue collar type mentality. You know, he's kind of very gritty, fiery competitor. Mm. I think I think last year he was hurting himself and the Browns too much, uh, playing with that injured shoulder. Yeah, uh, what he had like a completely torn labrum so yeah so uh, i think i think baker though baker does give you a good opportunity i think that with baker man he he could fit in so many different systems in the nfl if the browns move on from him that that speaks volumes uh that they uh that was he that they like his game that they like what he was doing um i don't know man he plays that uh he, he has that he has that hero ball in him too, you know, that gunslinger yeah. mentality. So it's kind of hard. Uh, I don't see this conservative Texans uh, group or Texans uh, uh, organized uh, Texans front office looking like they are looking for a quarterback like that. But it would be kind of cool to see him bring in and re reignite these Texans fans, give them hope, right? And I think that that's the biggest thing. But that would be interesting to see. If they do move on, what do they do next? Because everybody needs a quarterback right now in the NFL. Yeah, and then uh, teams that have been linked to be interested in trading for Amari Cooper have been the Browns, Dolphins, and Patriots, and Kansas City Chiefs. Dang, that's a that's a that's a tough one right there. That one kind of hurts a little bit, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. uh, I don't know what's going to happen in that situation, man. Uh, there's so many there's so many contradicting reports. Release, not release, uh, reconstruction of of the uh, salary cap, of not salary cap of of his actual um, contract. Yeah, and then now I was seeing that he's he's potentially going to be a, a trade traded. So it it I I would like just to see an end to it already. Personally, I think it's frustrating. Yeah, I mean, look, obviously there's a lot going on right now, a lot of rumors, a lot of speculation, but look. Free agency officially starts on Tuesday, so we're going to see a lot of names be traded or not traded but signed. Perhaps we're going to see some trades as well. So uh, a lot of you know a lot of information, and uh, thank you everyone out there for watching and listening. Of course, uh, we'll talk to you guys again on Tuesday. We will have uh, Rick Buker from FS1 join us next week as well. So stay tuned for that Monday. Uh, until then, Monday, yes, on Monday, Tuesday, free agency starts. So. Uh, expect to hate to see a lot of content and hear from us a lot more next week. Again, everyone out there, thank you so much for watching and listening. Uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. Have a great weekend. Electric acid. Welcome to the Candle Power Hour. Come with us backstage behind the scenes of show business spanning over four decades and bringing you the experiences that can only be told by the people who were there. Our guests are from the A-list, the F-list, and everyone in between. Get set for some of the most insane, hilarious, and inspiring stories you will ever hear. I'm Mercury. And I'm Diego. Your host for The, the Candle, Candle Power, Power Hour. Hour. 
ever thought about starting your own podcast? Do you have a business or a message you want to share with the world? Well, now it's easier than ever with Electricast. Hi, I'm Mark Netter. And I'm Peter Ravelson. We're the founders of Electricast Media. Whether you want to start a new podcast or already have one, join Electricast to grow your audience, monetize your content, and build your community. With our simple sign-up, you get free promotion, world-class analytics, premium ads, and personal support. Go to Electricast.com and join our community today. Electricast. Transform your influence. Electricast. 